we're really, really proud um, to be able to partner with Neighbor Impact on an early childhood education business accelerator program. And what the program does is that it trains people who want to open home-based childcare businesses to do that work. Welcome to Cascade Views, a discussion with Central Oregon leaders. Your host is Michael Seip, local business and community leader, best-selling author of The Avada Principle and candidate for Oregon State Representative for House District 53, which encompasses Southern Redmond, Sisters, Tumalo, and Northern Bend. The purpose of these discussions is to share the views and insights of local leaders from a variety of community sectors on a range of timely and important regional and state issues. With that, now here is your host, Michael Seip. Thanks for joining us on Cascade Views. This is Michael Seip, and I'm excited to welcome Dr. Lori Chesley to the show today. Lori is the president of Central Oregon Community College. You can find out more about COCC at COCC.edu. Prior to joining COCC, Dr. Chesley was provost and executive vice president for academic and student affairs at Grand Rapids Community College in Michigan. Her administrative and leadership experience spans 18 years and includes both two and four-year colleges. Chesley served as Interim Dean of Learning at Northwestern Michigan, Assistant Vice President for Academic Affairs at Ferris State, Dean of Humanities at Montgomery County Community College, and Associate Dean and Dean of Arts and Sciences at Grand Rapids Community College. As a recipient of the National Institute for Staff and Organizational Development Faculty Excellence Award and a past winner of the Michigan chapter of the American Council of Education Network's Distinguished Woman in Higher Education Leadership Award, Chesley is passionate about mentoring the leaders of tomorrow. Lori is here to talk with us today about higher education in general and COCC in particular. Hi, Lori. Hi, Mike. Well, to kick this off, tell us just a little bit more about your background. Where'd you grow up? How'd you get into higher education? And what brought you to Central Oregon? Sure. Well, I've spent most of my life in Michigan, in the Midwest. And I grew up in a small town in Southwest Michigan. I am a first-generation college student. And um, I thought higher education was the most wonderful thing ever. I um, I don't want to shock you, but I was kind of a nerd uh, in high school. And then I went to college and I said to myself, how can I spend as many years as possible going to college? And so uh, I think I found the way to do that. And I've, I've been successful, uh, spent my entire career in higher ed. Um, in all seriousness, uh, for me, you know, higher education was transformative. Um, my life would not be what it is, would not have been what it is without higher education. And so maybe I can help create that experience for other people. So what brought you to Central Oregon? Well, I um, I uh, I had always planned, I don't know always, but for many years I had planned maybe someday I would be the president of a community college or I would try that route. And about six years ago, uh, my husband of 28 years passed away. And um, I, that that's a real uh, life-changing moment as, as you uh, as any as anyone would know. 
And um, I realized life is pretty short and I better not wait too long to try to do some things that I had wanted to do. And so when I uh, got my feet back under me after that event, I started to apply for positions and I applied for positions in the Midwest and in Oregon because when I was a younger woman, uh, my husband and I had a very good friend who lived in Oregon and we had vacationed here extensively. And I distinctly remember being on some beach on the Oregon coast and saying to him, this wouldn't be a bad place to end up. Uh, and so and so here I am. Uh, and he is absolutely still with me in spirit. Yeah, condolences on that. I actually do understand I, I lost uh, my wife. And so uh, your uh, phraseology about getting your feet back underneath you is uh, yeah. really pertinent. So, yeah. Um, well, we're glad you're here. Um, talk to us a little bit about community colleges, though. Why was that aspirational for you? And uh, how how do they fit into the educational spectrum? Yeah, well, my own, um, I never personally attended as a student a community college. And I had a pretty privileged education. My parents, I was very blessed to uh, have my parents be able to support my going to college. Uh, and then um, I was able to support myself through graduate school. So I, um, by the time I finished graduate school, I knew that a life of research um, was not what I wanted to do. I wanted to stay in higher education. I wanted to teach, but I didn't want some of the pressures and the challenges that would come with being at a research institution, um, a four-year institution. And so one of my earliest jobs was at a community college. And I thought to myself, this is, this is where it's at. Um, boy, I wish I would have attended a community college. And uh, I thought this is the place I can make a difference and do the kind of work that's important to me. So I stumbled into community colleges uh, and I'm, I'm surely glad that I did. Um, a lot of commentators refer to community colleges as democracies colleges. And I've always really liked that description um, because we are the higher education place where anyone can go and have the opportunity to succeed. We are open admissions. Uh, we live and breathe the mission of doing everything we can to help students be successful, to take them from wherever they are and move them on a path toward, uh, toward their goal. And it, it doesn't mean that everybody succeeds, we wish that were the case, but if you want that opportunity, we're the accessible, affordable place for you to go and, and find that. And, and as you know, uh, Mike, we have a broad range of offerings. We offer the first two years of a four-year degree, uh, so transfer programs, liberal arts and sciences, 
but we also offer workforce development and career and technical education that leads directly into uh, a job for folks, uh, for folks who don't want to, like me, stay in, stay in college for the rest of their lives. I love that phrase. I've never heard it before, democracy's college. Uh, what a terrific, terrific phrase. Let's yeah. talk about COC specifically, though. Give us some of the history of the college, maybe some high points along the way, and how you're positioned today. Sure. Um, well, we are the oldest community college in Oregon. In 2024, we will be 75 years old. We started about 73 years ago in a room in the old Bend High School. Um, so we've we've been around a long time. We've had branch campuses in Redmond, a branch campus in Redmond for 25 years. And we've had branch campuses in both Madras and Primeville for 10 years. So we're we're not just about serving Bend. We really are this, this region's community college. A number of years ago, we were also the host site for OSU, uh, offering programming here in Central Oregon. And obviously, they have grown from some facilities on our campus to their own campus, uh, which is really great for Central Oregon as well to have a four-year institution. A lot of the history of COCC is really firmly rooted in its transfer mission. And that will always be important to us. It's a key component of what any community college does. But more and more in more recent years and in my time here, we're also focusing on high demand, high wage, high interest jobs and getting students who want to get into the workforce, into the workforce, meeting the needs of our local employers. And so workforce development and career and technical education have really become key focuses for us um, as we move forward and try to meet the needs of our community. Well, where do your students come from and what motivates them to attend COCC versus, you know, maybe a community college somewhere else or, or maybe a four-year university? Yeah, well, it, obviously, um, we're the most affordable option in the region. And in fact, uh, statewide, our tuition rates are in the lowest five community colleges. So we are among the most affordable community colleges in the state. So most of our students are from Central Oregon. Some come from around the state, a few from out of state. We're able to serve that range of students because we do have an on-campus residence hall. And the reason we attract um, students from all over is uh, now I'm partial. I think we have the best mm -hmm. faculty and the best programs, but some of the, uh, some of the reasons that they also come is because we have some very unique programs. A lot of students come here from afar to take programs like aviation, like culinary, like fire science. Um, and so 
those unique programs are also a drawing point. So it's a combination of a lot of things. Recently, you took me on a, uh, a really interesting tour of the building where you offer medical and dental-related courses. And this is such a critical area of need in our community and you know across the state right now. Tell us a little bit about those programs that uh, that are offered at the college. Sure, where um, we are a major provider of uh, workforce for St. Charles and other um, healthcare entities around our region. We offer nursing, certified nursing assistant, medical assisting, dental assisting, pharmacy tech, massage therapy, EMT and paramedicine. And obviously, uh, that's super important for a region because healthcare is one of the, it, it is the largest employer. St. Charles is the largest employer in Central Oregon. And as we know, um, particularly with an aging population, folks like me, uh, healthcare is becoming more and more important. And so um, we've been able to form some really unique partnerships with St. Charles uh, to train their uh, current staff on site. Um, we've developed some unique formats and, and curricula for them and uh, really are doing everything we can to meet, to meet the ever-increasing needs of healthcare in our region. It was very impressive to be on the tour with you and see the elaborate training facilities that you set up. I mean, they're like model pharmacies and model yeah. dental offices and model hospital rooms and it was it was quite impressive. I had no idea. So uh, great job on that. Yeah. You, you also have, uh, and you alluded to it a little earlier, you also have a robust continuing education program. So fill us in a little bit on that. Yeah, we do. We have a broad range of offerings that they range from uh, workforce training, various kinds of certifications, um, our small business development center is part of our community education. Uh, we also have classes that are more just personal enrichment, um, music, gardening, cooking. We have a really, really popular wine class, really popular beer classes. So you can come take courses for fun. Uh, you can come take courses to improve your skills in the job that you currently have to gain certifications that hopefully can lead to higher wages. Uh, it's really quite an incredible scope of offerings that we have beyond our credit programs. Well, because I'm a business guy and, and because okay. I've had the opportunity to be a guest instructor at the Small Business Development Center and because a lot of people who will be listening to this uh, our um, small business owners. Tell us just a little bit more about the Small Business Development Center and the offerings there. Sure. Um, our Small Business Development Center works with small business owners at every stage in the life cycle of a business from how to start a business, how to access capital for a new business, 
how to grow a business, how to sustain a business. And even we have classes in what if you want to move on from your business, sell a business. Um, So we really support small business owners at every stage of the life cycle of a business. And um, we have coaches that folks can access. We have courses that folks can take. Um, Again, we help people navigate how to access capital for their business. Um, uh, uh, That is a, a really strong, strong unit for us. And the work that those folks do is really excellent. Our director of that uh, unit is Ken Betchart, and he is very much involved in our community with our chambers, uh, with local, with uh, EDCO, with local businesses to, to ensure that we are a partner in in not only workforce development, but economic development of our region. Well, that segues into a topic that's really important to me, and that's mm-hmm. childcare. We have a critical shortage of safe and affordable childcare in Central Oregon. Indeed, throughout Oregon, there are about 30,000 uh, kids that there's no space for um, for childcare. And at COCC, you're doing something about that in partnership with Neighbor Impact. So give us some insights into this innovative program. Yeah, we're really, really proud um, to be able to partner with Neighbor Impact on an early childhood education business accelerator program. And our program was launched in October of 2021. Um, uh, Really grateful to Deschutes County for the ARPA funds that they Uh, allocated to to fund this program. And what the program does is that it trains people who want to open home-based childcare businesses to do that work. And the SBDC really focuses on the business elements of doing that work and neighbor impact with their expertise focuses on the childcare aspects of that work. So together, we put together a whole um, fairly short-term package for folks who want to open these businesses, which we know we have an incredible shortage of. So just since October 2021, we've had 32 students complete that program successfully. 18 of those folks have gotten grants to help with the startup of their business. Um, Over 150 child care slots, new child care slots have been created in Central Oregon. And so we're not done yet. (laughs) Uh, We're working to deploy this model uh, at other community college SBDCs. And we're launching in February of 23, a commercial early childhood education uh, business accelerator for those who don't just want to do home-based care, but who want to own and operate their own facility. 
um, we, you know, we think this is a great way for COCC to be part of a solution to the childcare challenge in our region. Our, our mission, our work is education. And so to be part of the, the educational pipeline to train these new workers um, really, uh, you know, it meets an important need and it, uh, it's just part of the mission. It's part of what we do here at the college. So we're so happy for this partnership. This is super exciting. As you know, I've got a lot of background in childcare and yes. I have a, have a bill in work that uh, I plan to work on as a state representative in Salem to solve the childcare problem. And I know we can do it. And this partnership with you and Neighbor Impact and perhaps other community colleges and SBDCs and, uh, and services across the state can really tie into a collaborative program to really go after this fast. So I'm super excited about this and congratulations on going after a real solution for something that's a huge problem for, for families and a huge problem for businesses. So good job. Good job. Well, um, you know, it's, you know, in central Oregon, it's all about partnership and we couldn't do this without uh, ARPA funds. We couldn't do it with without the support of a lot of people who come before us trying to solve this childcare challenge. Uh, folks like Neighbor Impact who've been in this business for years. So we're we're just happy to be able to do our a little bit of our part. Uh, and, and I think the results have really been quite impressive. It's outstanding. So good job. Well, hey, as we wrap up here, Lori, it's been been great to be in conversation with you. But what else would you like our listeners to know about COCC? Maybe a final takeaway or two or just a final word for us? Well, um, uh, you know, I, I, I sometimes I say I say it this way. I use this phrase about COCC. We're always open. Uh, uh, we're always open in some fashion or another. Um, we have robust offerings of all kinds of courses and programs, uh, from transfer to personal enrichment, to career and technical education, to help for your business, to help for you as a, as an employee looking to upskill. Um, and so, we encourage folks to, if they have educational needs, if they have workforce development needs, if you're an employee, if you're a student right out of high school, uh, or if you're an employer, please contact us, check us out, and see what we can do to help you meet your goals. And when I say we're always open for business, it's not just about the, the breadth of our programming, but it's the fact that we offer it in so many different and creative ways, um, including face-to-face -face instruction, of course, including a lot of online uh, offerings and, and really every combination of face-to-face -face and remote that, that you can imagine. Many different times, many different places. So, uh, we really take the community college mission of access really seriously. So we're always open for business. Lori, it's been great having you on the show. I got a couple of takeaways. Uh, of course, I'm super excited about the childcare 
prospects uh, and the opportunity to be able to solve this across the state. But um, but my my takeaway phrase is democracy's college. Yeah, democracy's college. What a what a neat concept and a neat way to look at it. So I really appreciate your time and your message today. Oh, well, I appreciate your invitation. Uh, it's been a pleasure to meet you. And um, I think there's a lot of good things coming for childcare in Central Oregon. And I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully both of us being a part of those. Well, thanks. My guest for this show has been Dr. Lori Chesley, president of uh, COCC. You can find out more about her and about the college at COCC.edu. That's COCC.edu. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Cascade Views with Michael Seip. To find out more about Mike, the upcoming election, the key issues he's focused on, and his campaign to represent Central Oregon and Salem as a state representative, visit www.avoiceforcentraloregon.com. That's www.avoiceforcentraloregon.com. You can get your own copy of Michael Sipes' best-selling book, The Avada Principle, at Amazon.com. And finally, please vote in the upcoming election. Your voice matters.